The following episode of Snuffbox contains the discussion of certain topics that some listeners might find disturbing. This includes the description of a very transphobic scene in the third Mr. Bean film, uh, references to sexual assault, and a particularly vivid description of a torture scene in a film. We'd also like to apologise for any of the technical difficulties faced in this episode. Unfortunately, Kieran had to leave during the recording session, uh, but we hope that you enjoy this episode nonetheless, you absolute freak. And welcome to Snuffbox. Today, I am joined by my good friends and a special guest. I don't, I don't know why I've chosen to be really robotic today. I'm, just, I'm feeling kind of robotic today. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, it's a robotic kind of... My brain's just shutting down because of coronavirus and being indoors all the time. I'm just... Yeah. I'm rotting away here. My heart is racing right now. I, I feel like someone's put a gun to my head and the said, make a podcast. It's the panic yeah, said, Someone cut him off. Someone cut him off. Come up, please, please. Someone take over. He's tanking. He's tanking. Uh, I think it's the pressure. I think it's staying indoors and eating shit all day and drinking Uh, a lot. That's probably the case. Yeah, Yeah. I'm a bit tipsy. I, I I like you know when you drink on an empty stomach and you just you forget which way's up and down and oh, it's it's terrible. I'm not in a good state. It's a different kind of tipsy, isn't it? (laughs) It's a different kind of that midday not eating tipsy vibe. It's the kind of tipsy that you end up fucking going home at, like, 9pm, even though you're supposed to be in the <laughs> club at, like, midnight. That's it. You're supposed to. You're supposed to. If you, That's the rules of going out. Right. We better get the introductions out yeah. of the way, because... Uh, We're joined we've by not actually, This like, is very rude so far. <laughs> <laughs> we've not even, like, casually introduced each other, so... So, uh, it, I'll start with myself. My name's Ryan Taylor. I'll be your very egotistical host today. I'm Hello. joined by um, Tom Carnell. Hi. Bonjour. And uh, Kieran Bradbury Arthur. Hello. And uh, Jordan Hannington. Hi. I will not be providing the third digit of his phone number, as he did threaten me with legal action. (laughs) (laughs) However, it is seven. (laughs) (laughs) Sewers. Right, and uh, we've got a guest today, the lovely Mr. Jack Rudden. What the fuck is up, you (laughs) fucks? Sorry. Yeah, thanks, mate. Actually, you know, you, you are one of the biggest inspirations for me taking the taking the leap and starting this podcast. And that's how you treat me on the first episode I get you on. Oh. Well, I'm glad I said hello like I was just about to begin reading an audio book, and then you just sort of <laughs> ate your microphone. So now I'm we're sorry. all here. <laughs> no, that's all right. So, so Jack, the reason we have you on today is because in the last episode, um, I'll, I'll forgive you if you haven't listened to it, but I, I butchered the origin story for the third mr bean film that's all good it's uh not very well like circulated it's not really known outside of china or russia uh so <laughs> you could be forgiven for yeah for butchering that i think i said it was japanese so oh, I, dear. I might, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i remember that yeah i i, I was very drunk when you t- when you explained this to me yeah i mean we were it was you know at a wedding. I mean, probably not the best <laughs> scenario to be delving into fucking Mr. Bean lore, you know? I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, what people talk about J- at Jack weddings. And I are, Jack and I are happily married now, of course. Oh, yeah. I wasn't invited. I'm sorry, guys. It was in Ireland. It was more of uh, an elopement yeah. than a traditional <laughs> wedding. <laughs> What's marriage got to do with antelopes? Uh, wow. No, that's, hasn't that's the energy. That's the energy we're sticking with today. That wasn't even me. So the the kind of like mentality I have of you, uh, like that from what Ryan's described to me, it's kind of like um, Mason from Black Ops with Mr. Bean. You know, oh. and it's like, what do the beans mean? You know, what do the beans kind of mean? Like, I feel like you're crazy for Mr. Bean. You, you're just there playing with like beans on like a side table at this wedding. Like, what do they mean? What I do mean, the bit? What do the beans mean is the title of this fucking podcast, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Jack, would you like to explain to our six listeners what you do and who you are? Right. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, myself and two friends uh, by, the name, uh, by the names of Butch and Rob run a podcast called A Three Bean Salad 
on which every week we watch one of the three Mr. Bean movies and then discuss it for in about an hour on mic. Uh, and we're doing this for a year, watching all three Mr. Bean movies on a loop. And it's really, really getting to me, guys. And uh, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's quite masochistic. I, it's, I do fear for your sanity. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if you, if I were to talk to, say, a psychiatrist about this or a psychologist, there'd be all sorts of stuff about childhood trauma and how like, the Mr. Bean movies are a source of comfort for me because they were, you know, childhood memory or I don't know. You know, it's a lot of fun. It's I don't know. I don't know why. Well, you're a hero. You're a hero because you can you can now do my job of explaining this train wreck of a film uh, and its origin story. Jesus Christ. So I'm assuming like this all started when like your mum hit you over the head with a, a saucepan full of beans or something as a child. <laughs> you know. Not now you're quite. obsessed with it. <laughs> it was, I think it was what actually happened was uh, myself and Butch kind of have known each other for a good few years. He's uh, my girlfriend's uh, brother. So that's right, the connection okay. there. But uh, You sounded very unsure about that. I I kind of, my, my, I was getting the words right in my head. I was like, I'm gonna butcher this because it's a uh, too many too many proper nouns in there. Um, yeah. But where was I going with this? Yeah. So myself and my girlfriend Zoe have a friend called Rob, and on her birthday last year, we decided I ah, will go stay with uh, Zoe and Butch's family, and we'll bring Rob down and his girlfriend as well, Sirsha, and that's how Butch and Rob met, and. They hit it off really good, and for some reason, Rob brought up. He's like, "Dude, he's like, dude, why do you guys remember the like the '90s Mr. Bean film?" It's like I rewatched it over the summer, and it's really fucked up. It's really depressing. It's like not like the TV show at all. Like it's really weird, and uh, we just kind of couldn't stop talking about it for several months. Uh, like that would have been that would have been in november and we were like ah oh, like in january we should just like watch the we should watch uh, the two what we you know we only thought there was two films at the time let's let's just watch the two films on repeat for a year do a podcast be funny and then butch found out that there was this third bizarre chinese film that is not only based on the chinese version of uh britain's got talent we're known as top funny comedian <laughs> but also is uh, loosely based on uh kind of the plot of the hangover but more so the hangover <laughs> too oh, no. wow more so the more racist of the hangover trilogy the second oh. hangover <laughs> like this it's such a i don't even know where to start because i i've watched it so many times now and every time i watch i'm like this is just so like weirdly xenophobic and shallow and like there's also i mean the, I, I say all this not not being able to speak chinese uh, yeah. and having no subtitles for the film <laughs> and there's no existing english dub of this film there's a russian dub of this film oh thank god we speak russian eh? yeah i mean yeah. and the thing like it's it seems that it's kind of impossible to find any sort of translated well, version. I, I, can actu- I can actually translate Russian because they've got more keys on their keyboard than I also have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... See, the thing is as well, the Russian dub of this film ha- still has the Chinese audio underneath it, so it's... <laughs> uh, they're both really loud. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of... This assault on the ears. It's like shoegaze, but for... Uh, <laughs> Chinese Mr. Bean Kino. <laughs> Jesus Fuck Christ. God, no, I, don't, I just... Yeah. I don't know where to start with it, really. I, I mean, I tried very early into the, the making of the podcast. I did... Like, we, we were all kind of trying to find an English dub of the film or an an English subtitle file for the film. Right. I went to the lengths of contacting Rowan Atkinson's uh, management <laughs> firm <laughs> and asking. He's, he's managed by a woman called um, Millie Korsner, I believe is her name. Very nice woman, very polite woman, very like just lovely, lovely chats with her. 
Okay. I, I was kind of in correspondence with her for a while. I was like, hey, I have a few questions about like the Mr. Bean film tri- trilogy, mainly the third film, because I can't find anything about it. Um, <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. And she was like, oh, yeah, if you like uh, send me a few questions, I can maybe redirect them to Mr. Atkinson. I was like, oh, that'd be fucking great. Like, could... Um, <laughs> Uh, I can't remember the. But that questions. is content. That is that's some good content. Yeah. yeah, and I read I read the full correspondence out in one of the episodes. But uh, one like I I sent her a list of questions, and the reply I got back was basically, "I cannot get you this information." <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I was pretty much just asking, like, "Is there like is there a way that we could get more information about this film?" Because all that is, all is out there about it. Like, there's about maybe two interviews with Rowan Atkinson. In which he says, "Oh yeah, I didn't have a translator on set, and <laughs> so I sort of just communicated with a uh, like, just sort of hand gestures and noises." Wow. <laughs> were they like, were they like, we can translate it into Russian for you? <laughs> I mean, ah, oh, I, I, uh, uh, look, it might sound like, like, look. The fact that I know loads about this film probably gives yeah. the gives the impression that I enjoy watching it. I fucking <laughs> no, we can tell from your voice you don't. Oh no, I, no you oh, are right. No. no, this is this is a sad display of sadomasochism. Like, I can I can smell it. It's like the other two films. I can honestly say, hand on heart, I fucking love them. I wasn't so like the first like the first week we were we were all like oh yeah like the fir- the nineties film which is just like basically not the actual Mister Bean character just this kind of yeah. weird imitation of Mister Bean still played by Rowan Atkinson uh, parading around L A doing whack shit that's a masterpiece like that's a I comedy. love that film it's a, it's a, <laughs> literally like a comedy masterpiece the second film I was like oh I remember it being a little cheesier and like kind of a little more shallow and kind of like a little yeah. more aimed at kids but when mm-hmm. you watch it like three times maybe four times maybe five times maybe six times it, <laughs> <laughs> you really start to like, see it's actually fucking beautiful like it's actually a really emotional <laughs> film <laughs> it's got layers nothing to do with a kid following a complete stranger around like fucking Italy was it? Uh, or... France and he kind of kidnaps the kid it's more of a kidnapping um, oh, okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful it's beautiful but like it's like the second film's actually a really fantastic film about making films like the more you watch it the more it's like oh fuck there's actually some really great world building and like kind of uh meta criticisms in this. it's fucking like, ridiculous I, I i said this in the last episode i was like i love the, the recurring carson clay jokes i Aww. love him as his character so much i remember so little about that film because i watched it when i was a kid but even then i found his character fucking hilarious. like a carson clay film featuring carson yeah. clay it's, that scene just has me in stitches now. Like Willem Dafoe is the f- fucking shining light <laughs> of that movie. Honest to God, like he's he's not in that many scenes, but even no. the kind of allusions to him, like uh, throughout the film, there's like posters everywhere for his film playback time. And every time mm-hmm. I watch it, I spot a new one. I'm like, fucking hell, like this is great. <laughs> but it's he- like an earnest critique of his appearances in art house films. <laughs> It's so self-aware it's, for him to be playing that character. Yeah, uh, he's fucking brilliant. I was actually I watched an interview with him recently, uh, and he's breaking down like different roles from his career. I was like, he, there's no way he's going to talk about Carson Clay, but <laughs> <laughs> lo and behold, uh, he does. And apparently, like, had an absolute blast making making Mr. Bean's <laughs> holiday. <laughs> I imagine it helps if everyone on set speaks the language you speak. <laughs> <laughs> it does tend to help with the enjoyment on set. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Oh man, oh, it's such a car crash. So what? So what has Rowan Atkinson said on record about this film? Then, do, do you know? Very, very little. <laughs> like, I'm talking. I'm talking. There's two articles with him talking about this film on the entire fucking internet, and he says fuck all about it. Except <laughs> I didn't have a translator. Uh, yeah. It's in China. And that's about it. Like, <laughs> I wonder how much he got paid. I wonder if he got paid. I mean, these are all questions we're not going to find out. Yeah, except no. unless you carry on heroically with this fucking yeah, podcast. But the thing of yours. is, it like it, the film did have a huge budget. Like it had like a it was like something like fucking a couple. Like it might have even been like close to a hundred million dollars or something like that like it's it's a bit like a big budget film and you you sit down and you watch it and you go where did that go 
<laughs> well, it went on getting Rowan Atkinson in. Yeah. Like the only conclusion we've been able to draw is that yeah. Yeah, it was spent on Rowan Atkinson, but not only was it spent on Rowan Atkinson, because there's another uh, celebrity, like, well, like, well-known celebrity in this film that <laughs> blows me away every time, because it's the only good scene of the film. Uh, you guys familiar with the boxer Evander Holyfield? Yeah. No. Uh, he, I am not uh, a, best known for having his ear bitten off by Mike oh, Tyson. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's his claim to fame. Jesus Christ! <laughs> now I know who you're talking about. He plays a chef in this movie. And, uh, <laughs> what? He has two lines. The first line is, "You're lucky I don't fight." I, you're lucky I don't fight girls. And then he has another line later in the film that is just stop. <laughs> now, now, are they are they speaking Chinese when they as as American and English people? Um, Rowan Atkinson has no full lines. Mo- like, a lot of the time, he's just doing his old, you know, his Mister oh, Bean shtick, where he's just yeah, like, gurgling. But mm-hmm. he does have uh, gurgling. One, what he- kind of fucking Mister Bean have you been watching? <laughs> you gotta stop getting these on Pirate Bay, man. <laughs> <laughs> He, he he has um half of a line uh towards the end of the film where he said he sort of starts saying oh I'm so sorry but only gets about halfway through it before getting chased by the entirety of the cast uh, but he's speaking English Evander Holyfield also speaking English for those two lines that he has right but like is he responding to someone not speaking english yeah is it just like yeah, he pe- just speaks english out of nowhere? <laughs> like people are speaking chinese to him and he's replying in english oh that's amazing it's like danger five yeah. isn't it? Yeah. like language language doesn't mean anything people just speak in their native tongue and everyone understands yeah. everyone <laughs> i forgot about danger five that show needs to get back on Netflix immediately. Yeah. It is a masterpiece. It is. The sit-down gun will ever remain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Trust. when, like, uh, this got brought up to me, uh, we actually had a little Google around, you know, trying to find this third Bean movie. And we mm. found another thing that uh, I was hoping you could enlighten us with. Um, it was Plant Man or something <laughs> like that. Plant? Oh, Spider Plant Man. Yeah, that was it. That was like that was I think a a comic relief sketch. I think that Ron Atkinson did, and it's just a Spider Man spoof, and it it sucks ass. (laughs) 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 I think it was for comic relief. I yeah, uh, I only kind of rediscovered that recently as well because. Butch, one of the other guys on the podcast, was like, "Have you? Has have either of you guys ever heard of this?" And I, you know, when you see something for the first time since your childhood, and it kind of like yeah. unlocks a little box in your brain, and like <laughs> fucking like demons start spewing out. Like that's what it <laughs> felt like. It was, uh, oh like I watched that thing to death. Like when I think that was like one of the earliest things I probably would have watched on youtube when my family like got like a a fucking computer i would just watch that on repeat and i was like fuck how did i forget this weird spider-man <laughs> spoof starring mr bean i've just like, looked it I, up i've, I've never just looked it up this. and it's interesting um who's in it because obviously rowan atkinson's in it you've got jim broadbent playing batman simon Pegg and nick <laughs> yeah. foster like, it's amazing just the the absolute toy box of famous people you can assemble mm. when it's all in the name of charity yeah what's great about danny elfman doing the music for it as well is that he did the music for the sam raimi spider-man trilogy so, oh my like, god it's fucking wild you know is he responsible for emo Spider-Man scenes? Yeah, he yeah, is. Sam Raimi. Yeah, Sam Raimi. Good old Sam, Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. He should have just had fucking, uh, oh, fucking Bruce Campbell as Spider-Man, and that would have been fine with me. Like <laughs> Bruce fucking Campbell. Yeah, they'd have to extend the size of his chin on his uh, suit. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys ever heard of a Sam Raimi film? Uh, it precedes the Spider-Man trilogy. It was released in 1990, uh, called Dark Man. Yeah, Liam Neeson. <laughs> um, yeah. That's an interesting name. 
It's... Uh, let's just say it's on Now TV and it's got one and a half stars. Uh, so. It is fucking ridiculous. Um, yeah. I, uh... It's not a it's not a, it's not a 1920s swing song then by any chance. <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not some suspicious territory. The, no. Christ. Sam Raimi just has this habit of making really good movies or really shit movies. There's no like in between, <laughs> and they're all cheesy as well. It's like hammy, isn't it? So it's like where the phrase hammy comes from almost just there's that sweet spot between cheesy and good yeah yeah mm. see another one like kind of does that for me is cabin in the woods that's like it's a good movie but it's fucking ridiculous yeah we watched that i watched that recently with my girlfriend um it's 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 such a it's like a fuck you to the conventions of horror films yeah like, I do, yeah I, is that the one with a... um, liam hemsworth and shit in it is that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck i haven't seen that in years actually it's like, uh, apparently, as well as a spoof of Scooby-Doo, because you have uh, the jock, you have uh, the nerdy girl, you've got the popular girl, uh, you've got oh, the stoner, no. and then you've got the dog, which was the black guy. Which oh. is what I've heard. And I was like, oh, uh, no. That oh, was the meme, wasn't no. it? Yeah. That was the meme. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's um, wild about that film, actually? I was watching i only watched it maybe a week or two ago and the main villain in it came on screen i was like i recognize you and uh, the actor's name is larry drake who appears right. in the first mr bean movie as oh, a security guard <laughs> literally had no idea he was in the film but he's the main villain in dark man and um oh uh, no i got i got i got to tell you this i got to tell you this his, his character. I'm, I'm so excited. His character in the first Mr. Bean movie is a security guard called Elmer. He doesn't have that okay. many lines, and he's kind of just like a, you know, just innocuous kind of like, oh, he's the security guy. He's the security guy at the art gallery. But yeah. um, Butch went digging through deleted scenes from the first Mr. Bean movie because apparently there's, I think, about half an hour's worth of deleted scenes. And he's actually put together um, his own edit of the film that includes all the deleted scenes that he could find. Uh, but there's a scene where Elmer meets uh, Burt Reynolds' character for the first time. And Burt Reynolds' character is a guy called uh, Colonel Newton. He's like a military guy and he's after buying this painting for his art gallery. And uh, Elmer has these... He's after buying the painting to turn them into weird robots for the military. Yeah. That's usually the, the character arc of any military guy in any film, like Jurassic World. What's, who is it who plays Jurassic World? He, he plays Goma Pyle in Full Metal Jacket. What's his oh. name, the actor? He was in some American like um, crime drama as well, series. I know who you mean I by... I cannot remember his name. Yeah, that's going to bug me all day. Anyways... Burt Reynolds. <laughs> That's it, man. I'm going to be thinking about that now. You're going to be talking. I'm just going to be, what was his fucking name? Burt Reynolds comes in as uh, General Newton and uh, walks to Elmer, who is now wearing a kind of a display of uh, military badges on his suit. And uh, Burt Reynolds says to Elmer, uh, ah, what, what war did you fight in, soldier? And Elmer says, and bear in mind, this is a Mr. Bean film. I can't remember, sir. I was too drugged up with the thrill of murder. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Fucking Christ. That scene was cut, but it was, you know, that was in the script. That was a, that was a line in it. Ooh. Oh, fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I mean, I'm still just looking at pictures of Dark Man, and I, I, I'm trying, I'm trying to guess what the plot is because it's like he's not dark; he's just got bandages on his face. Yeah. He's, mm-hmm. he's bandage face, man. What, what is this film about? Why it's, is he dark? It's man? basically about Liam Neeson. Like his, his, his superpower is he can 3D print skin, but it only. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he's a scientist. Oh, he can 3D print lifelike skin, but uh, it only lasts an hour in when it's exposed to light. That's why he's Holy called Dark fuck. Man. That's why he wears the bandages to cover up his... I just... I need that boardroom meeting with S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, all of the guys <laughs> in, in the Marvel, like, Nick Fury just being like, so what is it you do? And he's like, I got a got skin skin printer. I got a skin <laughs> like, printer. Do you want some more skin? Just draw some more skin. You, you look a bit, you look a bit thin Thanos there. around like. with a bit of skin for an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Thanos is like, everyone's like, well, how do we stop Thanos? He's got the Infinity Gold. He's like, he tried giving him more skin. <laughs> I haven't watched the other two. I've only watched the first one. And, like, it's 
it seems to be a, a, a pretty divisive film. It seems like a lot of people like it. It is objectively a trash movie. It's like objectively <laughs> quite bad. I I gave it five stars on Letterboxd because I could not stop laughing. It is fucking beautiful. Like it's just one of those exquisitely terrible movies. It's just like it's so like all the acting is so over the top all the action is so over the top like they just they didn't hold back all, even like da- danny elfman actually did the score for this film as well uh and it's again just ridiculously over the top everything is just like at 11 and I, like, it's a blast i i could not recommend it more oh wow i feel like i've just sat through a fucking lecture man that was incredible though. that was incredible <laughs> thank you very much for that it's, jesus christ hey, it's, it's no problem that's what I'm here yeah, for. Like you, you can leave now. <laughs> I'm done with you. You've expended your usefulness to me. No, no, no. Uh, I mean, I just because we Idris was with us, wasn't he? Idris isn't with us on this. He couldn't make it for this recording, but he was the most shocked because I said I was like the three Mr. Bean films, and everyone was like, <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 the three Mr. Bean films, and they were like, what, what's what's he doing here? And I was like, you know, the three, and he's like, but there's only. There's only two. And I'm like, there it is. You know, like, because you said to me at the wedding, like, three Mr. Beavers. And I was like, wait, no, there's only two. I was trying to rekindle that, like, yeah. candid reaction. But it just no, it just never came. That's, it's just because we were I just had to really, force it. Yeah, we couldn't really give a fuck, to be honest, at the time. <laughs> like, we were like, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, cool, Ryan, yeah, do you Yeah, bit, you've just been sat here this whole time. Like, I've been like, I'll get him on, I'll get, I'll get him on. I've got a mate, he, he does he does a podcast about it. And you guys been like, oh, for fuck's sake, can't back out now. <laughs> we can't tell him we're not interested now. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> guys. A- I really am a, a terrible burden. Hey, at least you're you're an expert at something, okay? Oh, you're an expert. D- I, I can't say the same. Does it have to be this? <laughs> <laughs> it's going on your tombstone. I don't feel afraid, like but... I chose this. I feel like I feel like this was like a vocation. You know, people feel like they have a calling. I just, I think we all just sort of felt obliged. Like, no one it else sounds religious it. almost. Uh, you got to go on a pilgrimage now to Rowan Atkinson's like house and ask him about like the third Mr. Bean movie, and then he just tops himself. <laughs> forgot all about it, and he's like, "Shit, I remember that." Uh, oh, he just disintegrates like a demonic entity, <laughs> <laughs> reappears in a different house somewhere, and everyone's like, "Wait, wait who are you?" <laughs> so, uh, like the the. Collector's edition triple box set of the Mr. Bean series, like garlic for vampires. <laughs> <Corona> Atkinson. <Yeah. laughs> uh, Jesus Christ! So yeah, that's <laughs> that's the end of that, I suppose. <laughs> Man, I'm so exhausted today. Like I've had no energy for any of it. It's actually, I'm very surprised that I agreed to continue recording the podcast. But it was just, you know, when you get on a roller coaster and it's like, I don't want to be on this anymore. <laughs> But that's it. The bar's down. The man, the man's punching that electrical box that sparked a few too many times for it to have passed any of the uh, health and safety brain <laughs> tests. And that's it. You're going. You're going round and so you're going up and down. You're, you are being sick on the poor lady in front of you. Or you could just jump. That's out. what this podcast is. You could just jump out. But that you, have you seen Final Destination? Three? Oh, I've seen all. They're all trash. But yeah, they're all trash. Yeah, that one features a roller coaster and it's. You die. <laughs> Spoilers, you die. I mean, th- those films are pretty much just like, ah, dying, the movie. One, <laughs> two, three. And is there a fourth one? I feel like there was a fourth one. Oh, there's like six There's like seven. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, they actually, uh, they, they fly the <laughs> cast over to uh, China and uh, get them on a talent show. <laughs> and they all die. The end. Nah, man. Uh, you know... I'm trying to make a segue here. I was like, I was like, I kept finding all these ridiculous fucking uh, reasons to create a segue because there's something I've wanted to talk about, which is completely unrelated to the entire topic of this podcast so far. <laughs> yeah. uh, honestly, I have a notepad file that just says podcast content on my desktop. <laughs> and at the minute it has just got like an ASCII drawing of some tumbleweed. <laughs> um, but uh, I've just put it in the chat and uh, I'm going to have to put it in the Discord as well because obviously you're not part of this chat, Jack. So yeah, there's yeah. a lot to include you. Here's the latest yeah. picture of Joe Biden. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tell me if you can see what's wrong with it. <laughs> oh, fucking yikes. So to describe oh, it for the audio no. listener. 
Oh no, why? I, I couldn't tell you who he's pictured, but is that his daughter in the middle? Is that Joe Biden's daughter? I don't know who the gentleman on the right is, but um, oh, no. basically Joe Biden is holding a child. Um, yeah. I, how else do I say it? He's just groping the child. He's, he's just grabbed it by its crotch, like holding he's it just... up by its dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's a very, very suspicious man. He has a litany of sexual assault mm. allegations. And I'm just trying to, I'm trying to give him benefit of the doubt here for this picture. But I, like, like, what I think has happened, and maybe yeah. this is a long shot, like, feel, feel free to call me out if this isn't a total long shot. It's yeah. not okay, is it? I think he's so used to looking at the camera, Sticking out his hand for a handshake. <laughs> I think it's just force of habit. Uh, yeah. But on a, on, a, on a very real note, fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck Joe Biden. I just imagine he's looking at the cameras, his hand out, and he's got his crotch in his hand, and instead of looking down, he just starts continuously feeling like, hmm, this doesn't quite feel like a hand <laughs> and he's still groping this child everyone's looking shocked at him and he's groping further and he decides to look down and like oh yeah I thought I recognised this this is a child's crotch oh dear Jesus Christ oh, no. <laughs> uh, hang on a minute I need to adjust my handshake to child's crotch shape <laughs> oh, okay. is, that, is that straddling the line from being satirical and just becoming straight up offensive I feel like I we've think... done <laughs> so yeah that's Joe Biden and to, 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 to be fair if we have for some reason any American listeners um, I'm we sorry. said fuck Joe Biden and I know that Sports team politics is uh, how you guys think over there, but uh, fuck Trump as well. I, yeah, I'm sorry for blowing your mind. I'm sorry for blowing your mind. But <laughs> fuck, fuck everyone. Just like fuck all of those people. Yeah. Like he, how it's like the Democrats are just like right. We need to lose. We just we want to lose. Quite possibly because we could blame it on the left. But it's the left's fault. That's that's their calling card. That's all they know. <laughs> Eat hot chip and lie. That's all. <laughs> there is nothing else to be said about this image. It's just hard. I just, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna be real with you. Yeah. <laughs> that's the most fucked up shit I've seen all day. And and I watched. Uh, <laughs> I watched. I watched uh, Last House on uh, Dead End Street last night. And that's. Uh, oh. It's got a scene where a guy gets his eyeball drilled out. Oh, nice. <laughs> there's, there's so many movies that are like Last House, because uh, there's Last House on the left, there's the, that other one with Jennifer Lawrence in, just called Last House. Mm. Or something the, like that. It's, it's always weird. The reboot. The, yeah. thing, the thing about uh, Last House on Dead End Street is, it was originally called... Okay, it's a, it's a long story. I'll keep it short. <laughs> it was originally a two-hour film called The Cuckoo Clocks of Hell, uh, Please don't keep it short. We have I no other that. Uh, that, that, yeah. that sounds sick. And then um, it was taken off the director's hands, uh, a guy called Roger Watkins. It was it was fil- it was uh, screened at the Cannes Film Festival yeah. under the C- Cuckoo Clocks of Hell. I think whatever studio he was working with took it off his hands, cut it down to an 80-minute film, oh. which makes it like I like I've been meaning to watch it for ages. I've read about it and stuff, and it's just I've heard like, oh yeah, like the existing cut of the film makes no sense. Like they leave out, uh. like there's so much just unexplained shit, such as a scene where uh, the director Roger Watkins, who also stars as the main character, um, <laughs> beats up a guy while screaming, "I'm directing this fucking film," completely out of context. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, the studio that took it off his hands uh, renamed it uh, Last House on the Left because it was released. Uh, commercially the same year as I don't know sorry it was uh, Last House on Dead End Street yeah. they changed the name to that because uh, Last House on the Left was doing really well at the box office and like <laughs> fuck maybe we could trick a few people if we change the name to something similar they'll think it's oh, the same movie uh, which is <laughs> it didn't work uh, I can imagine <laughs> I would I would highly recommend it it's actually a pretty it's a interesting film the only existing versions of it are terribly terribly damaged and um <laughs> like very poorly edited because they cut it they they cut fucking half the movie out yeah uh, but the original <laughs> cut is uh officially lost no existing copies of it 
Mm. Uh, I'd say what though, uh, Last House on the Left, like the remake anyway, because the remake is I found is a lot better than the original, which is very shocking when it comes to the me- the movie industry. Um, Especially horror, I feel. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's one of my favorite like uh, fucked up scenes from that was uh, the, like the the dad. So like, <laughs> I just want to say quickly, John, like when when Jack described someone having their eyeball uh, removed with a what was it with drill the, with, a, with the, a drill, the drill a power yeah. drill. I was like, I was like, Jordan just sat up in his seat because every time <laughs> you tell me about a film, you don't tell you don't tell me like, oh, what here's here's the political undertones, here's this amazing character arc. You're like, yeah, a guy gets fucking stabbed with a railroad spike. <laughs> that's how you sell films to me. So I was just like, that's it. He's invested. Well, Please continue. It's, it's uh, the last house I left is a really good like one of the OG revenge stories. Um, mm. Right. It's like the whole concept of it is um, these like uh, escapees from prison uh, go on the run. Uh, whilst on the run, they end up like raping and almost murdering uh, these girls, uh, but they get away. And then a thunderstorm happens, and then these escapees find shelter, not realizing that the shelter they found is uh, the home of the parents of the of the girls. Right. And when they find out, the parents think out their own revenge, like motives. Their their own, their own like you know fucked up things they're gonna do to these people that just rape their kids, basically. And the dad's a surgeon, and uh, there's one scene where he cuts. Uh, like you make small. I'm gonna have to slap a content warning at the start <laughs> of yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, you, you are going in depth here. I was gonna make a joke like, "Oh, this just sounds like Joe Biden's race to become the, the Democratic primary." Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! But no, it's just—it's just not gonna land, is it? It's just not funny. Uh, Please carry on describing this this horrible scene. The, basically, the father, who's a who's a surgeon, uh, makes slight small incisions on this guy's unconscious body uh, in certain areas that stop him from able, being able to move his limbs, uh, but keeps him awake and able to feel everything. Yeah. So, yeah. in the process of doing that, he breaks the uh, protective window on a microwave. And sticks the guy's head in the microwave and turns it on whilst he's awake. Uh, and you watch the whole fucking thing. It is a marvel. Okay, now I'm gonna do you a favor here, John. I'm gonna I'm gonna derail this conversation into something that's not only interesting but also <laughs> saves you from sounding like a criminal psychopath for <laughs> enjoying something like that. I thought <laughs> you were going to do figure, me a favour by paying for my therapy, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid there is not enough therapy in the world. Um, so I've, I guess we should probably talk about the name of this podcast and the name of our um, our sort of collective because that kind of ties into why what you just said was so disgustingly interesting because it kind of... It, it, it's morbid curiosity, isn't it? it it's yeah. you, you. Everyone's thought about <laughs> every every everyone has thought about the perfect torture scene. You know, you watch Saw and you're like, oh, they didn't live that long, did they? Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they could, could have done, could have done worse. Oh, I could have done better. I could have done better. I'd have had this poking at their nipples <laughs> and they come up with a slap around the face. You know, everyone's had that thought. Please tell me I'm not alone. Absolutely not. You're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the authorities have been called. No, I'm, obviously, obviously, I'm joking. But um, yeah, morbid curiosity is 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 a hell of a drug, isn't it? Yeah, because that's the thing is because you that you start off young and you you get expect. Like I remember when I first watched the first Saw, it was I like I had a babysitter around <laughs> and she started watching Saw, and she asked me if I wanted to watch it, and I was like. Um, is it scary? <laughs> she was like, and technically, I guess it isn't scary in a sort of you know. There's no jump scares. There's no people, you know, scary demons and ghosts and stuff. But the scariest of, of all people. <laughs> well, feet are very scary, but them getting sawn off is even worse. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was very traumatized by the that. Scare but, but that was, was it. The friends we made along the way. <laughs> uh, well, speaking was... of feet and torture, it's. Definitely oh, the, the hostile scene. Um, where yeah, the guy, that's not a good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cutting the Achilles heels and uh, telling him to run away and then with the camera directly on their heels and he just gets up and you just see it just... It's like, yeah, oh. that, that, it, that, that is just the summary of the entire hostile 
franchise yeah. is just that one shot of a man getting up and his Achilles heel being uh, snapped. Well, it is directed by Eli Roth, so I mean, <laughs> what yeah. did you expect? Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, just to bring it back to uh, Mr. Bean in a way. Is there a torture scene in the third one? <laughs> there actually is. Uh, that's not where I was going to oh, go with it, but there fuck. actually is. I swear to God, and this is like part of the, like, one of the very many reasons that is an awful, awful, reprehensible, hideous film. Uh, there is a scene where the main like group of the cast break into a house thinking uh it's where one of their friends is being held captive right and um they i can't believe i'm saying this in a film featuring rowan atkinson as mr bean based on the hangover set in china (laughs) based on the chinese version of britain's got talent the cast of this film torture and waterboard two trans women oh no. it's actually horrible it's like it's literally like such a drastic tonal shift and it's <laughs> and, <laughs> and like it's and like by the end of the scene it's like oh my god no they're really holding those those two women's heads underwater for quite some time and then it's played off as a joke Oh, like the wow. main cast are like in stitches laughing and they're like I think the, the kind of connotation is like oh we got the wrong house oh how silly of us and it's like no 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 that was a torture scene that was a <laughs> that was a, a hate crime torture scene yeah it's like on a, the, the full film is on YouTube I implore you to uh, watch it but at your own risk like it's horrible it's so terrible where i was actually going with this is um we've kind of resolved that um every third week where we have to talk about this film top funny comedian the movie yeah. we've uh we've come up with a ploy to like get yeah, we still watch the film we still like uh log our our viewing of the film on Letterboxd, and we're like, yep, this is the seventh time I've watched this fucking movie. It still fucking sucks. <laughs> um, but we also watch a- another film that week that we're actually going to talk about just because we did the first two uh, Top Funny Comedian episodes, and in the second one, uh, Rob, an hour in, just went... I just don't want to talk about this fucking movie anymore. Like, you can listen to the episode. I, I, I'm, actually, I'm actually sick of talking about this movie. Can we just end the episode? And we did. Uh, so every oh, episode about Top Funny Comedian after that, we have a... We kind of either very sneakily transition into talking about a different film. And the last Top Funny yeah. Comedian episode we did, uh, we talked about a film called Angst. Uh, Anyone familiar with the film Angst? Nope. Sounds familiar, but I don't it's think I've seen it. Austrian horror film from the 80s. Really, really fucked up. Wasn't really for me. Like, I, like I'm like i all for, like, horror films and, like, gory films. And all this, but it's just, like, it's just a really horrible watch. And just there's kind of, like, not much of a story. It's really, like, critically acclaimed and shit. And, like, Butch loves it. Myself and Rob <laughs> hated it. But uh, I went, like, we, we, I was going to watch it, and I was like, oh, I wonder if it's on Amazon Prime, because we've got, like, free Amazon Prime at the moment. And I go into Amazon Prime, I'm like, oh, there it is. And uh, the first review I see is, one stars, this film was like watching Mr. Bean commit serial murder. <laughs> <laughs> just some random guy from the States just being like, this is the worst slasher film I've ever seen. It's like, again. So wait, so it, does it actually have anything to do with Mr. Bean, or ha- does does that that character just haunt your very existence? Like, no matter where you go, even when you try to escape Mr. Bean, I'll say he's there. Yeah, the thing is as well. Around the time that we kind of came up with the idea of doing the podcast, myself, Butch, and uh, Zoe, and the rest of her family actually went to see. Uh, james a caster we went to see one of his shows yeah and literally it was probably like a month after we decided on doing the podcast and shit and in his 
uh, set, he talks about how his ex-girlfriend is now married to Rowan Atkinson. Oh. And he has this whole <laughs> bit about, he's like, he's like, he's like, after, after this set, he's like, I want you to go out and just live your life, but take note of the amount of times Mr. Bean comes up just in life in general, because he's fucking everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Which is isn't... permeated the cultural zeitgeist of being English. Yeah, it's really <laughs> bizarre. I don't, uh... It's how they, they, they teach Fran- um, French in this country by showing you... Um, I, we actually tried... Our teacher was terrible, and she tried to show us the French dub of Mr. Bean, <laughs> of the first Mr. Bean film, oh as a way of trying to learn French. Because Mr. Bean's like a big thing in France. Yeah, mm. he's he's basically, he's based off um, a French character. Uh, there's a film director, Jacques Tati, and he had a character called uh, Monsieur Hulot. And right. uh, he directed and starred in a film as this Monsieur Hulot character called... Um, yeah. Le Vacaciones de Monsieur Hulot, which translates to Mr. Hulot's Holiday. It's literally, it's the film that Mr. Bean's Holiday is based off. Like, there's so many, co- okay. there's so many references in Mr. Bean's Holiday to this film and throughout the whole fucking Mr. Bean lore just to Monsieur Hulot. It's like, it's, I, I, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that he is so huge on, like, I suppose, like, mainland Europe. Is it, like, ultimately, he basically is like a mime character, which is, you know, yeah. a very mainland European thing, mainly France. You know, it's it it kind of makes sense. He is big in France, but it is just ridiculous. It's I it's the, uh... well, he's kind of he is just kind of like a caricature of the English, isn't he as well? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, th- I think there's that there's that element to, to his character. Yeah. People, you know. If anyone has any negative sentiments towards England, I'm sure they can still appreciate Mr. Bean because, in a way, he's just a just a bit of a bit of a caricature. Yeah, I mean, like he, he's kind of almost a, more to like the last generation, I'd say, and like a national treasure, like Rowan Atkinson. Mm. Um, yeah. It wasn't. I kind of disregarded that. I was just like, yeah, fair enough, whatever. Until it came out that he was a Tory. And that's yeah. when I was kind of like, oh yeah, oh uh, yeah. When, when, yeah. Oh, you mean the time when he started defending free speech uh, in the in the wake of Robert John uh, Robert Johnson? Uh, Fucking hell! It almost <laughs> gave him the uh, <laughs> gave him a normal name. Boris Johnson's um, horrendously Islamophobic mm-hmm. comments yeah. towards yeah, you know the one that caused a surge in in hate crime after yeah. that. Yeah. One. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, good one, good one. Yeah, free speech. Let's protect that. Uh, Let's protect free speech. I've like no consequence. I have said on a few episodes of a three being sad. I'm just like, can we just like, I'm just, like, I've just kind of alluded to the fact that Rowan Atkinson is a big fucking dick. He's a big dickhead. He's <laughs> a, he's not a nice man. Yeah. And every time, uh, again, like Butch is probably going to kill me for bring, bringing this up now. And every time he's just like, um. These 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 words are reflective of only Jack's thoughts. Uh, <laughs> please don't sue us, please. Yeah. Okay. Just especially considering I've been in contact with his fucking manager, and she has like I've sent her episodes of the fucking podcast before. Like, hey, oh, I brought Christ. up our whole uh, email correspondence in this episode. Thought you might want to check it out, and she's responded, kind of alluding to very specific parts of the episode. So I'm like, oh, she has listened she watched it yeah. listened to it yeah yeah you don't watch podcasts right yeah. carry on <laughs> <laughs> but uh fuck rowan atkinson i do i watch podcasts i like to just stare at the waveform as it passes by <laughs> i even mute the speakers i just like ah that was probably funny because it spikes there and everyone must have laughed <laughs> um tldr fuck rowan atkinson <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a safe space don't worry Free speech is a fuck, but here, here we uh, we celebrate it. So long as it's punching upwards. Amen. 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 <laughs> amen. Speaking of amen, um, it's Vladimir Lenin's birthday today. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I found out because my younger brother is a massive communist, um, and he came, he came he came on to me today. It was the it's the only interaction we've had today, and he went. Uh, it's Lenin's birthday today. <laughs> it was just, it's like, thank you. He was like, yeah, wearing his shirt. Because he has a Lenin shirt. Oh, God. Nice. So, happy, happy birthday to uh, to Lenin. My 
Uh, I'm sure someone will have something to say about that. I do. Oh, I... Of course the anti-free speech guys on Snuffbox are, against, <laughs> are all massive communists. My uh, dad has a miniature bust of Vladimir Lenin in my family's dining room. That is all oh. I have to add to that. And uh, for years he was always like, do you know who that is? And I was like, no. Like, bear in mind I was a very small child when he said, he's like, do you know who that is? No. What the fuck are they teaching you in school? Uh, <laughs> nothing absolutely nothing he just wouldn't explain any further that would be his only response just be like what the fuck are they teaching is this all whilst like <laughs> you're gathered around the dining table eating only bread <laughs> um, I had a customer that had a um, big Vladimir Lenin bust in their house because I, I, I work in delivery um and yeah, I, I just entered their house. They just had this massive bust of Lenin. And I thought, I thought, surely that's like a conversation piece. Because the thing is, is I get a lot of customers which expect me to, well, before the, before the outbreak, obviously, would expect me to bring um, their order into the house and help them unload it. Um, and usually when that happens, I pray to the gods that they are not crap at small talk. Because <laughs> this, jo- this job has made me a king at small talk. But th- these people were just dead fucking silent. They just, everything I said, just, her weather's nice, isn't it? They would just be like, huh. Like, not even re- reply, just, yeah. And I, honestly, it was heartbreaking. So I saw this bust and I thought, right, here we go. I'll, I'll seem educated now. I'd be like, huh, nice, nice bust of Lenin. And I was like, nothing, fucking nothing. Like, not so I was expecting to be like, ah, have, have you read, have you read Das Capital? And I was like, um... No, but it didn't even get that far. It didn't even get that far for them to accuse me of being a fake communist, which I am. (laughs) (laughs) But no, yeah, so Vladimir Lenin busts, apparently. I wonder if they're just like, you know, like when you go to ornament shops that sell like bad, like like juju crystals and shit like that, like anal beads that ward off bad spirits or some shit. Mm. But they have those like little like crystal skulls and like dragons and things like that. Do you reckon in Russia they just sell like Vladimir Lenin heads and people are like oh that was that guy wasn't it that was that, was that man <laughs> I'm just imagining like you like leaving this uh, this household be like oh fuck it what a shit like, I tried to speak to them about their, their Lenin bust and then the guy just like <laughs> looks out his front door looking at you just like what a strange peculiar man as he wraps the tinfoil off his linen uh, linen fucking bust and it's just made of chocolate it's just a fucking Easter present. Yeah. Yeah. Christ. It's like, oh yeah, we had these at the uh, we had these at the uh, the chocolatier. They just they went they were going off, so we thought we'd throw them out. Do you want do you want one free, sir? <laughs> Have we got anything else to say? <laughs> Anyone else had any thoughts lately? Might get me a uh, Lenin bust. Eh? Might get myself a uh, Lenin bust after that. Oh yeah. yeah. Any reason? No, because they didn't to, have uh, one. <laughs> maybe to spark conversation to delivery drivers, please. <laughs> or for the, the union, thanks you. <laughs> Not the Soviet Union, mind you. No. The, uh, the workers' union. Yes, the one that's patching up the holes in capitalism. <laughs> that one. Jesus Christ! Do you think that's good enough? Because my God, I I am fried. Right? I've, actually, I've got I've got one oh, more go question. On. I've got one oh, more go question. On. Um, Go on. Why the fuck is your Discord name Captain Stinky Sticker at? <laughs> Funny uh, story. <laughs> so, um, I don't know where the captain came from. I feel like I was Captain something before I was Captain Stinky. Did you have to work your way through the ranks? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I don't. I don't just. You don't just become a fucking captain. That's <laughs> no, none of the sticky, stinky sticker atlases. I'll tell you what that. I'll tell you where the stinky sticker atlas came from. I don't know where. Ca- I feel like I was Captain something before I was Captain Stinky Sticker Atlas. But it's, right. it's basically in uh, the the group chat that uh, we have for the podcast. We have you know different nicknames, and originally they were all uh, Mister Bean related because uh, it's the fucking <laughs> podcast group chat. Um, Butch is, uh, in fact, Butch isn't even his real name. I've been calling him Butch the whole time. Is it's just what I call him now. He is, <laughs> he he is also called Jack. Um, but we use right. I imagine that would get confused. Exactly. So, uh, he's called Butch because there's a line in the first Mr. Bean film where uh, the character David Langley, who is uh my fucking favorite character out of any of the films he's just so hilariously like clammy and nervous and anxious and just like freaks out loads uh there's a scene where mr bean ruins uh whistler's mother which is you know uh 
anyone familiar with their art. A hugely important piece of like post-impressionist American art from like the 19th century. Mr. Bean ruins that painting, accidentally like rubs off the face of the painting and replaces it with this little caricature. <laughs> and when this is revealed to the character of uh, David, he has like a, a full-blown panic attack on screen and screams the words, um, I'm going to lose my job. My daughter's going to become a prostitute. My wife's going to leave me. I'll end up on death row sharing a cell with Butch McDick. <laughs> so, uh, so Jack is now known as uh, McDick. Good but, job, Butch. Butch McDick. Right. Not only Butch McDick, but also Butch, and then in inverted commas, dog-like growling McDick. <laughs> I won't get into the uh, the dog-like growling. Different story. Okay. Um, yeah. Rob's name in the group chat is Condom Boy. <laughs> No further explanation needed. <laughs> no, I don't I, need I, one. I, I don't need one. And I am Captain Stinky Sticker Atlas because we have a recurring guest on the show, our friend Gavin. Gavin Lawless. Shout out Gavin. Love you, Gavin. <laughs> oh, did I meet Gavin? Um, oh, you did meet Gavin. You you did you did, yeah, yeah that Gavin. Yeah. That Gavin. The guy that That Gavin, okay. The guy that just showed up and he's wonderful. Um very very funny guy. Very lovely very lovely man uh he we had him on for our second watch of uh mr bean's holiday because through starting the podcast uh we found out that gavin as a child collected the mr bean magazines oh, which, oh okay mm, which came with uh, a different i think continent each month they released or something and it would come with like a map like an atlas but they were right. they were scratch and sniff atlases. Yeah, and, and the atlases it. were called the um, stinky sticker atlases. Uh, so, <laughs> that's where it comes from. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Thank you. Thank you for the explanation. A, a very long, convoluted explanation, but uh, you know, I feel like the the background <laughs> info is um, imperative. Absolutely, that takes it me had back. very little payoff. I, honestly, like uh, when you mentioned that, I honestly like the first thing that came to mind was the smell of the uh, the stinky atlases. Because I remember collecting those, and they fucking mm. stunk. Like... Again, it's it's one of those <laughs> things where it's like, it's a little box at the back of your brain, and you open it up, and the demons yeah, come out, yeah. and, oh, yeah. Yeah. and they're just bringing like, a little sense to my nose. I remember that fucking stuff that stunk. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> well, that, I'll, take that, I'll take that over the usual programming of uh, Jordan's trauma. <laughs> yeah, 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 there we go. Slightly less, slightly more PG-13. Mm. Slightly yeah. less traumatic. yeah. yeah. <laughs> The operative word. Just a, just a bit more smelly. <laughs> Are you going to say something, Tom? Yeah. Are you going to say something, it, Tom? Saying about, the, uh, about those books reminded me that I used to have, when I was younger, uh, it was called Mr. Bean's Pocket Diary, and it was back when they were doing the animated series of Mr. Bean, mm. um, and they bought out, yeah, this diary that was apparently, it was just Mr. Bean's scribbles. I can't remember a lot about it, but I do remember kind of, Going through it, reading it like as a kid, being like, oh, "I love Mr. Bean." Getting to the end and just being like, "What? What have I just read?" There was <laughs> all sorts in there. It was just like weird, like pictures in there, but like taken from the animated series. And I just remember it being a bunch of gibberish. And I've just googled it now because I was like, "I'm sure that existed." <laughs> Again, it's one of those things that was in like the back of my mind, and I was like, "I'm sure that was a thing." And I'm right; it was. It was a thing, and it was it, absolutely bizarre. Yeah, there's another uh, book brought out, uh, written by Rowan Atkinson and Richard Curtis, who was kind of the main writer of the TV series, and uh, mm-hmm. he wrote the... Um, oh no, sorry, Robin Driscoll, not Richard Curtis. Richard Curtis was the co-writer of the first film, and he also wrote Love Actually. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. But uh, Ri- uh, Robin Driscoll and Rowan Atkinson brought out a book in 1997 to accompany the first film which is called it's just called mr bean's diary it's about him going to the states and it exists in the universe of the film as well like it's stated in the book that like how like the the background of the book is explained and basically it's his actual diary that is then publicized in universe of the film and um, but um butch, Christ, butch actually, there's so much lore this is a cinematic universe it's insane i, I can't keep it i can't but keep um it. butch bought the book and has read it cover to cover 
since but uh he was <laughs> of course just periodically he'd send us uh pictures of certain pages and one that sticks out at the moment is there is a page that just has three words scrawled on it like quite erratically uh like in big big block letters uh big block capitals um and the words are kill 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 uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> right okay Fucking yeah not hell. not do your homework <laughs> <laughs> nope Kill, kill, kill. No. Okay. Right. Um, That's... I don't know why I brought that up, but... I reckon this is probably, like, Chinese indoctrination. It's like um, sleeper agents. Trying to make sleeper agents of, <laughs> of oh, the would children. You, would you believe we have a running theory that him and Johnny English are the same character, and he is a sleeper agent, but Johnny English is him <laughs> when he's, like, you know, on, I suppose. Oh, he just is going to enjoy hearing that, because he mentioned... He wondered if you guys covered Johnny English. That was one of his questions when I mentioned the podcast last episode. So he's, uh, he's going to be clapping with joy at that theory. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to ensure that he hears that. It's a, it's a shame he couldn't have joined us. He would have been insane. Uh, to be honest. It's a point of contention because uh, myself and Butch are very much on board for covering the Johnny English films next year. Yeah. Well, maybe not next year. Actually, next year our plan is to do an episode per uh, episode of the TV series because there's only about... Um, 20 episodes of the yeah, TV series? Yeah, there's not many. There's not many. Like, not many at all. But, uh... I didn't even know there was a TV series. Yeah, yeah. That's where, that's where we're kind of started from. Yeah. Oh. But then, uh, the year after that, we're gonna do Johnny English, except Rob despises Johnny English with a really fiery passion. Like a... <laughs> Johnny English is pretty tits. Like, I fucking actually love Johnny English. <laughs> from what I, like, uh, I've been, I've been told by Butch that the first film is, has held up a pretty okay. Second film, not so good. Third film that came out, like, last year. I didn't yeah. see that. It's absolute bullshit. It's, it, apparently it's just dreadful. It lasted at our cinema for about a week. Yeah. It was just that bad. Mm. It was just like, Ron Atkinson running out of money. Like, yeah. <laughs> is he not getting enough from his third Mr. Bean movie <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jo- Jordan Jordan works in a cinema by the way just wanted to clarify uh, <laughs> uh. For, for both you and the listener yeah I guess yeah, yeah. much appreciated um, <laughs> no problem my dude uh. I'd love Do to know do what? I... block way for I'm going to brick wall this whole episode <laughs> compresses all the way I've, up I've always wanted noise. to do a full episode where because like, that, that's kind of a, a recurring gag on, on our podcast is a uh, Whenever Butch brings up his uh, his significant other, uh, Rob always goes, "Sorry, I didn't. Who? Who? Is, is, <laughs> what relation is she to you?" She's my boyfriend. It happens at least once yeah. every episode. And ironically, that makes it harder to understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I might be just getting the gag now. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, anyway, I th- I think that's about time for us to wrap up for this episode. Yeah, I so. I'd, uh, I'd just like to thank you very much, Jack, yes, for um, coming and guesting on this episode mm-hmm. because, uh, not going to lie, I wasn't joking, the uh, lockdown has been getting to me. I've had no ideas for good content. <laughs> yeah. and you have just you have carried us like the captain you are. So uh, thank you very <laughs> much thank for coming you on. so much. No problem. Thank you for letting me come into your home and shit on the carpet. <laughs> honestly that shit i will treasure forever i'm gonna jar it up i'm gonna take a little huff every now and then store mm. it under my bed i might pass it down to my chest oh, so thank like you very a sourdough much. You, oh but like did, a sourdough. Did, did, wait did you ever did you ever hear of jankum oh yeah jankum big up yeah big up jankum big up that's when your night out gets a bit shaky when you're bashing out a jank game of jenker <laughs> around the back of the around the bike shit oh dear it's not legal yeah you know Bats can't do anything. <laughs> they can't, they can't, what are they going to do? Ban shit? <laughs> <laughs> Shitting in bags. Would you prefer we shit in your nightclub? Because... Uh, yeah, there you go. Take that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, the hospitality industry has been brought to its knees. What? What? What's next? Snuffbox is unstoppable. <laughs> Would you like to plug your podcast once again just to make sure the listener heard it? I'll be putting links yeah. to everything that we've mentioned in this episode in the description. Absolutely. So. I love I love plugging. Uh, mm. So I run a podcast called A Three Bean Salad. We're on Instagram as Three Bean Salad Pod. Same on Twitter. Uh, and what else are we on? We are on... We have an email address, but, uh, you know, fuck that. Three, <laughs> three Bean Salad on mm. Anchor. 
on all podcast providers. That'll do. Yeah. Cool. Very good. Very good. Uh, Jordan, Tom, either of you want to plug anything, mention anything, talk about anything you Nothing's do? Nothing's changed, mate. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm with, I'm with Jordan there. <laughs> yeah. Come on, you've been writing a book, haven't you? You've been, you've started a Broadway show. Come Ooh, on, please. I'm playing video games and wanking. That's literally it. Oh, <laughs> do you know what? I'll take it. Do you want to plug? Have you got? Have you got an Instagram handle for your wanking? <laughs> In fact, yes. It's actually <laughs> Jordan wanks. No. God, Christ. I'm going to cry after we end this episode. I'm going to have to listen to this back and listen to me running on fumes and just think, why am I here? Yeehaw. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on perhaps the most miserable and depressing episode of Snuffbox. I think I'd like to think that it's been entertaining. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook. We, we have a Facebook page. I have immediately forgotten the handle. Um, we, have a, we have an email as well. We are actually going to plug that because maybe someone might send us some content to cover. Please Anything. anything we don't know what we are yet um so yeah that's that's uh snuffboxpodcast at gmail.com we can't be asked to afford anything that sounds more official um that was it so yeah on facebook we are snuffbox podcast uh we've also got a twitter but uh <laughs> i mean who the fuck checks twitter uh, apart from most of the population uh, I'm donald talk, trump. mostly just talking about myself donald trump, regular donald trump yeah. Twitter. yeah follow at donald trump <laughs> <laughs> It's way more entertaining than this. But unfortunately, he actually has consequences. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, thank you very much for listening. And uh, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Later. Bye.